Good morning. It's time for Mile High Magazine. Once again, Sunday morning, about this time of day. And I am Murphy Houston. And joining me today is Major Richard Peace from the Salvation Army. And starting tomorrow, on May 15th and all week long, is National Salvation Army Week. So, Major Peace, thanks for coming on Mile High Magazine today so we can talk about uh, Salvation Army Week. Thanks for having me today, Murphy, and uh, appreciate the opportunity to, to talk about this great celebration of the work of the Salvation Army in the United States. Well, let's talk about that. Tell everybody, why is this week celebrated each year? Well, it's celebrated each year because uh, President Eisenhower, back in 1954, uh, felt that it was important to recognize the work of the Salvation Army uh, here in the United States. And uh, ever since then, we have been doing our best to highlight what we do to help our neighbors in need and to um, ensure that we're doing the most good uh, with the resources that we're given by a grateful nation. Well, and it's good that we can do that, too, because I know that you're doing a lot of great things in, in Denver. But what is our are there specific celebrations going on in Denver or around the country? Uh, well, here in Denver, our Salvation Army Corps community centers, of which there are five across the Denver metro, are all having open houses this week on uh, different days. Uh, of the week, highlighting different programs that we do. Uh, so you can go to imsalvationarmy.org and see a schedule there of uh, which Salvation Army is having an open house on which day. And then across the country, uh, there are a variety of things that happen. It's kind of unique to every community uh, where we try to highlight the work of the Salvation Army in that community uh, and, uh, and just say thank you to the community for all the support that they give us and give them an opportunity to see uh, what their donations do in helping transform lives every single day. Oh, that's a good thing to know, too. But, uh, Major, if you don't mind, let's step back a little bit, because I love it when you guys at the Salvation Army talk about the history of the Salvation Army. And we talk about Celebration uh, Week, our Salvation Army Week just started in the 50s. But the Salvation Army's been around for a long time, hasn't it? It sure has. Uh, we actually started in 1865 in London, England, Came to the U.S. in 1880 and uh, started work here in Denver Metro in 1887. Oh, my goodness. So nearly 140 years almost of uh, being here every single day in uh, Denver Metro, helping folks uh, in the best way that we can. Can you even imagine what it was like back in the 1800s when you came to Denver? It must have been incredible. Uh, yeah, I cannot imagine. But, uh, well, I guess I can imagine a little bit. It must have been pretty cool to be able to see, like, uh, you know, the activity at the uh, stockyard ah, and uh, yeah. probably coming in on the train and Union Station uh, wasn't even I don't I don't even know because I'm not a, a native Denverite. I don't even know if Union Station was in place in 1887. I think it was. I think it was. But that would have been pretty cool to see. Uh, yeah. yeah. To come in and get off the train there and see uh, downtown Denver when it was still kind of a small, uh, a small downtown without all the big big uh, buildings and everything. It must have been amazing. Right. And, and that was a big gold time era here, too. So there must have been a lot of cool activity going on, as you just said, here in Denver. Well, let, let's talk about some of the most common needs now here in 2023 in the Denver metro area. What's going on? And you guys are on top of it. But what are those needs? Well, certainly uh, the number one thing I think is, that's at the top of people's minds is uh, homelessness and working with our homeless neighbors in need. And uh, we do that every day through several of our shelters. Uh, what's exciting is that we're actually uh, seeing progress on that front in helping folks transition from being homeless uh, to getting into permanent housing. So, for example, our Crossroads Shelter, which is a men's shelter that operates 24-7 for 300 
We have 300 beds. In the last 18 months, we've been able to, uh, in partnership with the city of Denver and some other agencies, help 350 men get into uh, permanent housing, which I think is an amazing yes. uh, feat. Boy, it is. 18 months to do. Um, so there's that going on. We also address uh, food insecurity. As you know, inflation has, has had an impact on everyone at the grocery stores. And so uh, we have at each of our Salvation Army uh, core community centers, we have a food bank. Some of those are a client choice pantry. Some of them are prepackaged food boxes. Uh, but, for example, at our Aurora facility, uh, they hand out uh, 500 food boxes a week wow. uh, to folks in, uh, in East Denver Metro who are struggling uh, just to make ends meet and to put uh, basic uh, staples on the table. And uh, then we also help with uh, rent and utility assistance. So not only on the, the front end of homelessness, but also on homelessness prevention by helping uh, keep folks in their, whether it's in their homes, uh, that they're struggling to pay their mortgage, or maybe it's the rent that they can't make this month, or just keeping the utilities on uh, so that they can continue to live uh, uh, the normal, do the normal daily activities that many of us take for granted. Yeah, and that's a lot, too. There's a lot of need out there, and including, you mentioned helping men with homelessness. How about families, though? You do a lot of work with the families, don't you? We do. Uh, so our Lambeth Family Center, uh, which is a family shelter that's 20 units, uh, uh, since uh, COVID, we've helped 86% of those who uh, graduate from that program or leave that program get into permanent housing. And uh, that's about three times the national HUD average uh, for shelters of its kind. So we think that our approach uh, to working with families, which is um, not uh, um, not enforced case management, but we make uh, case management available to everyone and we do it in such a way that they want to be engaged. About 90% of our folks are engaged in case management. And we just help them work through uh, issues little by little so that they can get into uh, into housing. That's a full-time job, isn't it, Major? It, it absolutely is. And it's one that uh, we believe is so important that we're in the process of building an 85-unit family shelter over in West Denver that will uh, have comprehensive case management uh, for 85 families. And we think our goal is to get to uh, 90% of those who exit our program going into permanent housing, which would be uh, three times the HUD goal and twice uh, double the goal that uh, the city and county of Denver has in its five-year plan to end homelessness. And how do you get that help? Is the city behind you, the state help out, or is it just people that volunteer? Is it people that obviously make donations to the Salvation Army? That's a lot to put together. Yes, it's all of those. Our, our team does a great job of working with all the resources that we can find with the city and county of Denver or some of the metro areas, neighboring cities, whether it's money that we get from the state, partnership with them, and other organizations, agencies. Uh, our case managers kind of look at a, a holistic view when it comes to funding, and we uh, try to partner with as many folks as possible to help those families find the resources that they need uh, to stabilize their lives. Well, and you do a lot of work with the veterans. Talk about that a little bit, too, because, boy, the veterans need help as well. They do. So um, we certainly deal with uh, veterans that are homeless through our Crossroads Shelter. We also have our uh, Harbor Light facility, which is a uh, – drug and alcohol rehabilitation and relapse prevention program and a significant portion of the folks that come through there the men are veterans as well and uh, we have like some specialized case management staff that work specifically uh, with veterans and their and their um, 
unique needs. You know, the fact that they served our country and some of them have been in harm's way and uh, that has negatively impacted them and we want to get them the resources they need to overcome uh, those issues. A lot of times, uh, though, our veterans don't even realize that they qualify for benefits. Oh, We have a great partnership with the VA and, uh, in letting them know that you have benefits available, even if you only served a four-year term, there are benefits to you uh, for having served our country and given your time. And so we get them connected with those benefits, and it's amazing uh, to me as I talk with our veterans over our Harborlight program how many of them are shocked by the fact they have benefits and how many of them they just need that little um, bit of assistance from the federal government to get over the hump and get themselves back on track with their lives and live the life they want to live. Well, we're certainly getting the word out today here on Mile High Magazine about the help for the veterans. It's hard to believe they wouldn't know that exists. It's just not a lot of communication, it sounds like to me. Uh, yeah, it is. I mean, uh, you know, I, I can't fault the federal government, but I think sometimes uh, we would all agree it's a little hard to navigate that bureaucracy. Right. And uh, sometimes it's just hard to find the information um, you would think a simple Google search would find it, but uh, they don't necessarily make it easy um, to find those details. And, and sometimes our veterans just think that maybe the two- or four-year term they did yeah. it wasn't that important to the country, and so they don't think that there's anything available to them. Oh, that's so and, wrong. Uh, so, so we're wrong. always thrilled to get people connected. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, our, our message is, uh, every veteran who gave of their time, whether it was, you know, one day or uh, four years or 20 years, uh, they they deserve to uh, get the benefits uh, for the sacrifice that they made for our country. Amen to that. Talking with Major Richard Peace from the Salvation Army. And starting this week, starting tomorrow, it's National Salvation Army Week. So, Major, do you do a lot, too? And I, and I know a lot about what you do. But what about helping people find employment? Do you help them find jobs, give them some kind of education if they need that? We do. Um, We actually just expanded our Employment Pathways program at the beginning of this year uh, to um, add some additional uh, job coaching. Uh, But we also have a couple of uh, training programs. We have a culinary program that just graduated its first class for 2023 about two weeks ago, uh, giving some basic uh, culinary skills, getting their serve safe certification, because as you know, uh, I'm sure the food uh, service industry is really struggling right now to get qualified uh, employees, and there are plenty of uh, job opportunities there. We also have through our connection center, a uh, which is a phone bank that uh, helps connect people with services across the state. Uh, we do some customer service training there for folks so they can kind of take initial calls, learn how to handle those calls, and that gives them a marketable skill with places like Amazon and, and others who are looking for uh, customer service representatives over the phone. And then we're uh, working on getting our warehouse uh, program back online. COVID did a little bit of a number on it, uh, but we're working on getting that back in place. And then we're also partnering with other um, employers and other training uh, facilities to get folks connected with that. And then one of the most exciting things we have is that for graduates or participants in our programs, we have an endowment fund to be able to get them to higher learning. So the culinary graduates I mentioned, uh, we talked to them and we're working on getting a couple of them into an actual culinary school because they're interested in maybe becoming a sous chef and who knows, they could be the next Chef Gordon Ramsay, uh, but we have funds to help pay their scholarship, uh, to help pay their tuition uh, as well. And so it's a really exciting program. I mentioned we just expanded it uh, this year, at the beginning of the year, and just in the first three months of kind of our expanded uh, program, 
we've been able to help seven people uh, get uh, new jobs and increase their uh, employability and secure new um, new uh, wages. Wow, you guys are certainly on it. And people listening now, Major, if they need help or they want to give help, help, where do they go to get that? Uh, the easiest way is to go to our website, imsalvationarmy.org. It's got information if you want to give. There's a Give Now button that you can just click, and you can make a secure donation right there online. Uh, there is also uh, information on all the services that we provide and quick links to our connection center where you can call in, and uh, they will connect you. It's not just a referral, but it's actual connection. You'll talk with a case manager, and they will connect you with the Salvation Army uh, program that best suits the needs that you have. Well, and if you have things you want to donate, like material items, because you guys have stores where you sell goods, but you pick that up we do. and you come to people's homes, but you don't go after it as much as some of the other organizations do. So people can find out more about, hey, I've got a, a bedroom set. I, I'd like to donate to the Salvation Army. They can do that on the website as well? They can as well. Uh, again, that uh, or they can call 1-800-SAL-ARMY. Uh, and they'll help them through that uh, through that number as well. That's kind of our donation uh, donation connection center, for lack of a better term, call center. And they'll help get them connected. And we take vehicles, we take uh, household goods. Uh, you can also drop off at one of our Salvation Army stores in Parker, Boulder, or Colorado Springs. So there's lots of ways you can help the good people of the Salvation Army. But again, it's National Salvation Army Week, and you're having these open houses. Uh, again, tell them how they can come and see these places this week, Major. Sure. Uh, if you go to that website, imsalvationarmy.org, you can visit one. You'll find out the schedule to visit one of our Salvation Army core community centers. We have one in Centennial, one in West Denver, one in Five Points, uh, one in Aurora, and one in Broomfield. And they're all having open houses on different nights of the week to highlight programs. So, for example, our Centennial Salvation Army is having theirs on Tuesday uh, night from 4 to 6. They're highlighting our um, youth music program and uh, learn how to play piano, guitars. They learn how to sing, uh, do all sorts of great stuff that, um, you know, kind of some of that education that they may not get in uh, school anymore uh, because of the cost to our school districts. Uh, But we do that. Over in Aurora, they're um, highlighting their food uh, distribution program that happens over there. And so it's just a great opportunity to see the Salvation Army work, maybe learn, uh, meet the Salvation Army officers that are in charge of those locations, and maybe find out how you can volunteer. Uh, perhaps there will be something that sparks interest, and you go, wow, I'd like to True. come down True. once a month and, uh, and volunteer and help pack food boxes or, or whatever it might be. Or maybe I you know, play the ukulele, and I'd love to teach <laughs> kids how to play the ukulele as well, uh, you know, or, or dance or any of those things. Uh, but all of that, uh, we'd love to have folks come by and just see how um, their support of the Salvation Army makes a difference in uh, people's lives and, you know, helps us to give hope and to transform lives every single day. Well, Major Richard Peace, well said, my friend. Happy National Salvation Army Week. We hope people get involved. And thank you for coming on Mile High Magazine today. We appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me, Murphy. And uh, for those that are that are listening, I just want to say on behalf of uh, the Salvation Army, Thank you. Without your support, we would not be able to make a single difference in anyone's life. life. And uh, you are helping transform lives in Denver Metro every single day. Well, well said, my friend. Have a good week, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot, Murphy. You have a good week as well. And you guys hang on. More with Mile High Magazine on the way.